welcome back to the podcast episode 25 as always you're here with hoop saney and the infamous zz huncho man it's a good time to be alive the new york knicks have a better regular season record than the warriors the lakers the brooklyn nets the miami heat and the philadelphia 76ers that is that is remarkable stupendous marvelous I know the, the the Thunder are cooking up too. They got better records than all those teams sitting at four and five. Hey man, I've never been happier to be four and five. Uh, unfortunately, we do have a Warriors fan in the room. Love to hear his thoughts on the, the incapabilities all good. All good, man. of Golden State. It's all good. I love I love this part of the season. This is that part of the season where everybody can just sit around and and think that their team is going to do something because of certain records after the first three weeks. But it's great to see Knicks fans still in denial. Probably thinking that they I love having hope. I know hope is an incredible thing, but me being chill and understanding the concept of how great the Warriors are and how this ain't nothing more than just a shooting slump with some terrible defense. In about two weeks or so, you'll probably Knicks fans all across the world will be kicking themselves in the nuts, trying to not cry about how terrible their organization is. And Sandy's gonna go back to just being a one of the best OKC fans I know. Just just straight down there. Understand? Hey, this is this this is exactly why. That we, I, I, I was like, I, I fully agree signing with Basketball Forever. Last jumper, last game. MVP, MVP, MVP. Saini has now, influence on the page. So if you're a Spotify <laughs> listener, um, I'm sure you're wondering, who are they chanting MVP for? There's only one MVP candidate in the league, and it's Russell Westbrook. Well, of, of, of course, the video was of Russell Westbrook shooting a free throw. Again, those MVP chants. I've been showing this figure since they were, since he was he was shooting one for 10 in a game, and you guys were making fun of me for buying this. Alex, you came on the episode. You said, why do you have a Russell Westbrook figure in a Lakers jersey? This is exactly why I got a Russell Westbrook figure in a Lakers jersey. Exactly why. I knew this. I called this from day one. This would happen. This would yes, happen. Yes, yes, ladies Let's and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Sandy called it here first. Russell Westbrook will receive MVP chance and still lose the damn game. The MVP chance don't mean nothing unless they win. Go look at LeBron James shooting percentage and go look at Anthony Davis. We, yes, yes. Russ deserves we'll game ball. Russ deserves game ball for that loss. Yep, yep, and LeBron yep, and AD yep. deserve to be ridiculed in the media. Basketball forever. I need to see some is, is, uh, hey, hey, LeChoker, LeBrick, A day to day. I need to see hey, all of that. Hey, what a time to be alive. <laughs> I, I just want to say, going back to the Warriors, um, the shooting slump is something that I could see these guys getting out of. The defense, on the other hand, is much different because while Looney's still there and he's you know a decent anchor, Draymond is not the same. I don't think that he can bounce back to the effect of someone like Klay Thompson, uh, who's having a shooting slump. And just poor shots. He, you know what he has? He has the shot selection of a dude perfect trick shotter, like Ty from Dude Perfect. He's one of those you know, those YouTube compilations that's like jumping off trampolines, doing front flips, trying to shoot the ball. That's what Clay Thompson is. But like going back to, back to the defense, it's a different personnel. Like what do what do you think they're gonna bounce back from? It, it's it's definitely a different personnel. But I've actually sat back and watched these games and. 
for Warriors fans, this is why Warriors fans aren't really tripping because certain things are constants in these losses, right? Like Steph Curry going for 30-plus in each loss. Curry's been balling. Draymond Green, for this since the season has started, Draymond's been balling for somebody that just punched his teammate in the face and is looking to get a contract extension and or just stay along with this team for the next three to four years after. Draymond's been playing like pretty well defensively, leading the charge. The only issue is, is that... Another thing, too, I will say this. Draymond has also been driving in more. He's averaging, I think, 10 a game, or at least he was. It might have went down in the slump, but he was averaging like 10 a game on 60-plus percent shooting from the field, which for Draymond Green is, like, incredible. Uh, He shot one three. He made one three out of four, so he's been kind of shooting, like he's been watching his shooting and things of that manner. But it's like it's a different Green. He's just going out there, and he's, he's getting involved. You can tell he's trying to win. Another problem that I see with this team is that uh, like the last game, the Splash Brothers go n- nuclear in the first half, right? Everybody's watching them. They, they if sh- they're going shot for shot, matching each other, and then as soon as the bench unit gets out there, everything crumbles. And I will say this: and one person that does deserve uh, a little bit of the blame is Jordan Poole, and I say a little bit because he only takes a little bit of it because the other young guys are deserving some of the blame too. James Wiseman has looked extremely scared out there on the glass. Uh, I, I saw I saw this one time from DeAndre Ayton, I believe, uh, and I think it was actually in the finals against Giannis in that infamous game six. Uh, DeAndre Ayton got absolutely eaten alive by Giannis Antetokounmpo. And you could tell when there are certain guys where it's like, yes, they may have all this individual young talent, they may be skilled, but you have to have that mentality about you that's, I'm, I'm seven feet, I'm going to go out here and average double-digit rebounds, I'm going to go out here and be ferocious in the paint. Not everybody has that killer instinct like Giannis does where he's able to use his body and use his size and in, and just inflict fear amongst his opponents whilst being dominant. James Wiseman's only like 21, so we're, we're giving him some leeway here. But that's the biggest thing that I've been noticing is that when the veterans, when Steph and Clay and even Wiggs, Wiggs has had his slumps too. Um, but these guys just got paid, so I know that they're trying to just find their rhythm. I'm not sweating it. I think that the biggest thing is uh, for them blowing leads is one thing, and defense is is the next thing. Defense is is the essential. You can have the best offense in the game, and if your defense is terrible, it won't amount to anything. Just ask the Brooklyn Nets. That's that's my take, though. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say this about what Z said. I'm going to agree. And disagree at what you said. I do agree with the point that you brought up, where it's like you know they 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 throughout their losses, it's not like um random things that happen throughout the game where they're like they just look completely different from the game before. You're right, it is consistent. Like they they have been a very consistent team in terms of what they're doing each game. It's not like one game it's like Clay Thompson plays amazing and Steph has this big old slump, or Draymond just decides to fall off a cliff and doesn't do anything defensively. You're right. Like everybody's doing. What they not what they're supposed to be doing because some guys aren't obviously because it's not translating to winning basketball. But everybody's doing what we've been seeing this whole season and kind of like what they've been showing. But to me, Z, that's not something to be okay with. That's not something to be like. That's why I'm not worried. To me, that's why I would be worried as a Warriors fan because if you're going to consistently play like losing basketball. Something needs to change. You don't want to be consistent when you're losing. You don't want to know that you're going to consistently see 30-plus from Steph and it be worth nothing. I do. I, I will say this. I don't think the Warriors are going to continue this. They'll still be in the playoffs. They're still a good team. I don't see them as a contender just because of how much stronger the league is now. But, you know, I could be proven wrong. I didn't see them as a contender last year either. Who am I to judge them, right? But I will say this. I think a big issue with the Warriors is some of their loss of some of their role players, Gary Payton II and Otto Porter, for example. 
No, they're not the best guys on the team, obviously. But I feel like the Warriors had this mindset where it's been a couple of seasons since they brought in guys like Jordan Poole, Moses Moody, the Cumbucket, um, James Wiseman, all these guys. And they expected them to take that leap to be like, you guys are going to start playing like NBA players on a consistent basis. We're going to see some some production out of these guys, right? Like they expected them to fill the roles that Gary and Otto Porter filled. And that's why they let dudes like that walk. We haven't seen the young guys fill the roles yet. And that's the issue. We've seen Jordan Poole put on the flashiest highlights. You go on Instagram, you look at Jordan Poole, he looks like he's balling. The stat sheet doesn't say that. Sometimes he has some bad shot selection. Sometimes he's not making the shots when he's supposed to. He's making some bad decisions out there. Moses Moody. What the hell is Moses? Excuse my language. What is Moses Moody doing? He was supposed to come in. Moses Moody was supposed to be one of the better players that the Warriors brought in as a young guy. What is James Wiseman doing? James Wiseman has had plenty of time to rehab. He's had a whole season out. He's, he's played for the G League team. He's slowly been brought, uh, been brought back in. He's had his time to like settle in, get limited minutes. Now it's like, you should be playing good basketball. You are a big man. We got you with the second draft pick, the second overall pick in the draft. Sorry. Yeah. And it's like, bro, you're not playing like I said. Like to me, the Warriors uh, drafted a bust. That's what it's looking like right now. Because we've given him all this time, and I'm still going to give him more time. I'm not labeling him a bust. Don't think that. But he's playing like a bust right now, and he shouldn't be. He's had enough time to rehab. He's had enough time to get back in the mix. To be honest, I didn't really like James Wiseman at the second pick because the year he came in, if you guys remember, he was injured the whole year at Memphis. He barely played. Or not injured. They didn't let him play because Penny Hardaway paid for his house or something. Like, they didn't even let the guy play his full season. So they took a chance at a very raw prospect, and that chance isn't paying off. And what's crazy is, obviously, it's a completely different fit. But you look at the third pick, LaMelo, and what he's doing. Like, could you imagine with Steph and Clay at the 2-3 and and LaMelo running the point? That would be the most filthy offense I've seen in my life. And obviously, it's it's different. But, you know, Wiseman should be playing. I feel like most of this blame should be on Wiseman as opposed to, you know, Kaminga and Moody, they're supposed to be playing better. But Wiseman's supposed to be the catalyst that keeps this dynasty yep. chugging, which is the reason why they're trying to go into the luxury tax to pay everyone. They want to keep Curry mm. and Clay and Draymond and Wiggins and Poole because they think, like, I'm sorry, not Poole, but they think, like, Poole and this new generation can propel them to a much larger window when the older guys close out, the new guys rise, so they, they have this contending mindset for years to come. But if they're going to not, if the new guys aren't going to step up, then the old guys are just going to fizzle out. You could see already the the one game they sat against the Pelicans. They had to sit Curry, Clay, Draymond, and I think Wiggins sat too. Like, just for the sake of load managing, because they're getting old. Steph has to run around more than almost any other NBA player in the league. So there's going to come a time, I think it's really coming soon, where these young guys have to play up to their namesake. And if they don't, it's going gonna, it's gonna to lead to some disappointing seasons because the team is the, the league is too stacked for them to not perform and not get a high that- seed. That last point you made about them being too stacked, that, that's another point, too, I want to get, get back to. Kasani said the same thing. That's that's where the uh, only amount of, like, anxiety and fear, I guess, would lie into the fact lie into that because, like we said, the West is still stacked. It's been stacked for, like, 15 years at this point. But, like, teams are on the rise. So I think that it's going to take guys like Steph, guys like – I'm talking about uh, those player development leaders – Guys like Steph, guys like Andre Iguodala, guys like Draymond to tell these young guys like, hey, like you're up next and we're getting old. Like you just said, Steph is running around more than anybody in the league at the age of damn near 34 or, or damn near 35. And he's still running around off screens and, and, and getting picked up in triple teamed half court. So Jordan Poole is going to have to take the reins away from him. 
and handle that offense. What I've noticed with the Warriors is is when Steph and Clay and, and, and Andrew and those guys are out and they put in and they put in JP and have him running that bench unit, he's not he just hasn't done a good job with it. He's there's been possessions where JP will just take it himself and he'll will go for some sort of crazy highlight. How did he just do that play? And you'll be looking at guys like Moody, who's getting, who's averaging, I believe, uh, uh, over 30% from from three, which is bad, obviously. But he's shooting three a game. He's like one for three, so he's about roughly 34%. But I'm looking at, I'm looking at him, and, and the shots that he's getting is those last second shots from JP isolating and doing his thing and trying to get inside, and then realizing he has to kick it out to a, like things like that. And then with Wiseman, my biggest thing with him is. I've watched him since he walked into this league, and I've seen Draymond Green and Andre Iguodala and Steve Kerr all talk highly about him in the media, and enough to for me to look at him and be like, okay, I can see the potential, yeah. But when you're out there on the court and, and you're playing for the Golden State Warriors, and you you're, the guy that you're watching is, is Draymond Green, a, a Hall of Fame-level defensive talent, and the, the arguably the greatest defender for this team in this team's history— if I'm watching that, I would think to myself, I would have to go about this a little bit more seriously, you know, when I'm when I'm getting on the court. Not to mention the fact that your team's three and seven, buddy. This dynasty is three and seven. So I just feel like the Warriors are gonna have to keep getting punched in the mouth. Like how many more times are they gonna have to get punched in the mouth by the Pistons or or the Hornets? Like how many like which losses are you gonna look at yourself in the mirror and be like, damn, we're the defending champions. That's what I'm waiting for. And no, yeah, not only that. Uh, just to add on to your to your little record rant, they're the only NBA champ or defending NBA champions to start 0 and 6 on the road. Um, and it's not just losing to the Magic; it's the only two wins the Magic. It's not like the Magic have had like a spurty run. The only two wins the Magic got this season, the same Magic that just lost to the Sacramento Kings, were to the Warriors. Yo, that Sacramento disrespect gotta stop. Like they're nice. Uh, what's, what's their nice. record? What's their record off the top of your head? Who? Sacramento. They're three and five. They're three and five. Better than the Golden Thunder State. Better. better than Golden but, State. Uh, they have the so, same so, amount of wins as Golden State. They just got two less L's. Right. They got two less L's. And if they didn't, if Jaren Fox, listen, Darren Fox, beautiful player. The reason I hate Sacramento so much, I'll tell you guys now, is because I want Darren Fox out of that team. I think Darren Fox, Darren Fox was my favorite rookie going into the 2017 season, and that Kings team has made him so <laughs> underappreciated. I think Darren Fox is a top 10 point guard in this league, and some people don't think that. And I think he's, if he's on a better team, if he's on a contending team, the media attention goes to him. He's a beautiful basketball player. He had a great game winner. If, if De'Aaron Fox doesn't hit a damn near half, half court shot, the Kings are two and six to start the season. The Lakers are two and seven, just to give you an idea of how, how bad that is. Okay, so don't give me no Kings. Dis, uh, don't disrespect the Kings. I'm with them. I'm 100% with them. They're on an. They don't. Believe, they don't deserve spiral. to be in California. They don't. Not they don't deserve spiral. California. Not, you know that. Not, you know they don't deserve to be up, there. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Upward spiral. They traded Tyrese Halliburton for Demonte. I agree. Bonus. That was awful. <laughs> that is but the I opposite love, of an I, upward spiral. I agree. That was awful. But I love the Keegan Murray pick. I. They don't have rim sure. protection. If they get some sure. rim protection, I think they'd be a decent basketball team. But the last thing on the the Warriors subject that I want to talk about is drafting Wiseman. Uh, into the Warriors' current system is interesting because obviously they've had bigs that are rim protectors that clog the paint like JaVale McGee, uh, Zaza, Andrew Bogut, that just, and Kevon Looney, that kind of just sit down there and are not utilized in the offense. James Wiseman, if this is the only dynamic center on the Warriors, aside from maybe like Boogie, that I could remember. So I think plugging pool... Boogie was injured too. It, it, yeah, it's, so this is really the first dynamic center. Um, plugging him and the other young guys into the Warrior system might not be the best idea 
Because if Jordan Poole is trying to run and gun, he is not as mature as, I mean, Clay doesn't look very mature right now, but as, as, as mature as Steph Curry to take, you know, clean shots. And this whole, you know, Warriors style of play may, may not be suited for James Wiseman. So maybe that's, it's different. I'm talking like if you're trying to make this team win now with their young guys, it's different for young guys on the Nuggets, for example. That one guy, Christian Brown, I think it is, this, some shooter from Kansas, like he fits right into that Jokic system because with Jokic, he gets the ball in the high post. He's going to hit a cutter. He's going to hit a three. And the Nuggets are cooking. All he's got to do is sit there and shoot. The Warriors, it's, it's a little different because they got to replicate the whole Stephen Clay gravity thing. And Jordan Poole, while he's great, he's just, he's not there. And the center, they have to learn how to, you know, use him. I think it's going to be a really good Steve, like a Steve Kerr prove it year. Because yeah, he yeah, has yeah, to yeah, make some yeah. adjustments for yeah. the young guys. But I'm saying, with these other systems, where the young guys can plug right in, it's going to be different for the Warriors. I'd love to see how that plays out. Do You think? You know th- what I think the Warriors need to do? And it's going to be the first time we'll ever see the Warriors do it. Make some big moves uh, before the trade deadline. That's what I was about to say. Like, with, usually with... when you see the Warriors, when you see the Warriors, you usually see them, they kind of like, they might make a trade here and there, but you, they never make any like eye-popping trades during the season. They kind of stick with what they have. Because when you have Klay Thompson, Steph, and then when like Draymond and KD were in their prime, I don't know, bro, put Sean Livingston on the court and he's, I'll take a, my fifth option is a Sean Livingston mid-range. We're going to score 140 points a game. Right, like you don't really need to make any like trades or. And Steve Kerr, I feel like as a coach, has never really been tested in terms of like this isn't working out. We need to change something. Because don't tell me that COVID season where it was only because it was only Steph. Everybody was injured. That's not they need to make adjustments to the team. That's they need to wait for the team to heal. Steve Kerr knew that when the season the next season came, they're back to being a playoff team. Why is he worried? Now it's like, bro, you have all these pieces and it's not working. You drafted Wiseman, it's not working. And to me, it's it's interesting with the Wiseman thing because and I, I don't see any other way that they can benefit or, or see the them using the second pick on Wiseman as a W unless Wiseman works out because his trade value is nothing right now. Right, I don't see right. any team offering too big too big of a package for Wiseman. At best they might get like a I, I can't even think of like what I would give up for Wiseman right now, especially a piece that 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 contributes to winning because they want to win. Well, they don't want to tank. Well, like, they don't want to like, a, like yeah. pro- highly protected first. Like yeah, like it's like it's like what are you really gonna get for James Wiseman, right? So to me, right now, the only way that Wiseman pick I can see it as like a good pick is if he starts doing something soon. I'm not. I'm gonna give. I'll tell you this, and I, Z, I'll tell you this straight to you. Who moderate again? I'm gonna give Clay Thompson the benefit of the doubt. I'm not gonna count him out yet. I'm. I think he's in a stump right now. And I think he's playing terribly right now, and I voice that. But I think there's a chance that Clay Thompson comes back, and I'm going to give him time. I'm not going to stress with Clay Thompson. I have no stress in terms of, like, counting him out. I, I am stressing about James Wiseman. I am very stressed about James Wiseman I feel because that. he has had all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, when are you going to start turning I up? I feel that. I, if James Wiseman doesn't start turning up very, very, very soon, the Warriors are in a very bad spot because if they lose their next three games, they're 3-10. and 10. They're on a five-game losing streak. If that turns to an eight-game losing streak, they might have dug themselves a hole that the best thing is like a low-seeded playoff or a play-in. And see, you can imagine because, like a schedule down the stretch like mm-hmm. where you have to play – the Nuggets on a Tuesday. You got to go play the Suns on a Friday. Then the Grizzlies. All teams that then are the Mavs. Up. Then the Pelicans. Then the Clippers. Then the Wolves. It's then like, the Thunder. Then the you know like there's a lot of even teams. even the Thunder. Yeah, That's mention the Thunder. I'm saying mention it's the a, Thunder. I'm saying it's a tough like there's no easy win like except for like the Rockets like it, there's a, not a lot of easy wins. 
Exactly. Like I wouldn't like uh, the Warriors when they played the Lakers on opening night. They looked amazing. Mm-hmm. If they played the Lakers right now, it would be a much harder game. Would, yeah, 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 lose, yeah, yeah. It would be a for much sure. harder game for them to play. Russell Westbrook is starting. Well, to Well, the find Lakers a spot. have been in most games they've right. played in because yeah, yeah, they, they they lose in the end because of LeBron James decision making down the stretch and like them not being able to play good offense. But um, the Thunder, for example, like the Warriors, like you said, Z, they're known for blowing leads, and the Thunder are known from coming back from leads. Like I don't see them beating the Thunder right now. Right. I, hey, that's how bad I say, the Warriors. I, I, are. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you right there. I'm with you. Every game, the, the the last like three games, I've gone in and just been like, well, I'm a judge it after the first quarter. And usually, I know that's kind of bad for some people to say, but I'm like, but the Warriors, it's kind of the first quarter is the tone setter for these like these dudes. Like, and then you get to the third quarter, and it's like that's like the final tone setter. If the third quarter ain't clicking, if if we're five minutes into the third quarter and the Warriors aren't clicking it's going to be an interesting game there's about to be a, a thriller like a, a fourth a down to the wire thriller that somebody messes up something or they're just going to straight blow it and then you're going to be sitting there left jaw dropped wondering what happened but that's this this has been the road trip from hell from the Warriors I have not seen the Warriors take a road trip in since eighth grade I have not seen these guys have a stretch as bad as this as a matter of fact, in high school, we used to see on Instagram all the time, the Warriors have never lost three straight. The Warriors, like when they were dating them back to the 96 Bulls, back when they were uh, 73 or not, they, they haven't won. They haven't lost two straight. They haven't lost three straight. Now, how many have they lost straight, Sandy? Four? Five? Five? five and they're Owen. Five and they're 0-6 on right. the road, bro. Five straight 0-6 on the road. You wouldn't. T- you mean to tell me that going into this season, if somebody had told me that the Warriors would go into Detroit and Charlotte and Orlando, you would laugh. Right, you would laugh. You would laugh. And then you look at these games, right. and you got Cole Anthony going crazy, Cade's doing his thing. Like anybody is looking like an all-star going up against bro, the Warriors in the strip. You know what's wild? Yeah. You know what's wild, bro? Jalen Suggs really made a TikTok on the court right after the game with his sister talking about like and it was like daddy's home like that tiktok insane and i was like damn the warriors are in a bad i'm spot. not gonna lie bro damn. i mean we gotta move on um because yeah the, the headlines were just gonna be the lakers lost to the Cavs today 114 to 100 russ had a bunch of turnovers but he went 19 and 10 three three-pointers but we just wanted to talk about the lakers and the outlook of the league like if i could just say first going back to Suggs and the magic bull bull is playing quality basketball Paolo Boncaro is averaging the most points we've seen from a rookie in a while. I think it's 23. He is up next. I don't think he's going to – I think he's going to average in the low 20s for sure. No, yeah, but but he is the total package for a player. Uh, Wendell Carter looks like a piece. They still have Jonathan Isaac who hasn't played basketball in like five years. (laughs) Bro, the last time he played was in the bubble, right? I don't know, but he has – I'm saying he has upside. uh, But now if they – I told before the season when we were doing these these outlooks – what did I say about the Magic? They're missing the playmaker. If Jalen Suggs is turning up as a point guard, like him and Cole Anthony working this little guard magic, some perimeter shot creation and all that, like, I'm not saying it's this year or next year, but they're going to be cold, bro. Jalen Suggs has you know, the dog. You know, before we move on, you know who makes the Magic a contender right now? Jameer Nelson. Let's move on. Move on. What, what do you know about Jameer Nelson? Nelson? What do you know about Magic Jameer Nelson? <laughs> what is this, 2013? 2009. Man, no, like 2009. 2009. Even no. 2013, bro. Even 2013 is too too early. Bro, 2009, bro. That Magic team, that 09 nah, Magic Nelson, team. Jameer Nelson, I will always remember I him thought, for I just he was on the Magic for, for just a minute. taking somebody's soul and then airballing <laughs> right after. 
That is the most cold clip in NBA history. Just the worst ankle breaker I've ever seen done to a human being, and then he just airballed. I don't think that's, that's the worst ankle breaker. Was... The worst ankle breaker I've ever seen was Kevin Durant uh, and my man. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? D Daniel Gafford. What's his name? But he made the he shot. Made the sh but he made Dude, the shot. I'm gonna say this right shot. now. I just want to say this. I noticed the podcast. Jameer Nelson didn't even. I know. <laughs> James Harden had, James, didn't James Harden do th like three straight times at the beginning of this uh, season? He crossed somebody yeah, and yeah, missed yeah. every he single get shot. He get <laughs> who's the one that? Who's the? One? The first one was an air ball. That's what I was like. I remember when he crossed him. I was like. <laughs> First one, bro, it was on Marcus yes. Smart. It was on the defensive player of the year. I was year. like, when he did it, when as soon as the cross right, hit. Let's, let's go to the draft. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this one thing. As soon as James Harden crossed him and he fell, I was like, Harden's back. Then he airballs, and I'm like, never mind. Never mind. But keep going. <laughs> yeah. Like, I sit back. I'm like, yeah, he's averaging 22 now, and he's out for a month. Makes sense. Right. Love you, yeah, James. Um, so there's been, a, there's been a, a variety of ankle breakers so far in the season. I'm surprised we haven't seen more highlight dunks with this take foul rule. I'm surprised being we haven't seen Anthony done. Edwards dunk once. I saw that, and it's, I, before we get into the draft, like, I've been thinking about it, I made a video on how bad Cat is defensively on fours, this team would be so much better for the future if they got rid of Cat. I genuinely believe that. Trade Carl Anthony Towns for, imagine, the, oh my god, imagine this, Carl Anthony Towns for Zach Levine and Patrick Williams. Who says no? Does he fit with... I, I get the trade because Patrick both... Williams is the four that they need, and then Zach Williams ah, is the Cat, guard. Cat and Vooch is nasty. <laughs> Cat and Vooch is nasty. Yeah, but the, the Bulls, the Bulls do, like would build around Carrington Towns. They get a new I young superstar, uh, the, and then no, you get Zach Levine wanna... and Patrick After Williams. The... That's no, a good pick. No, no, no. That's a good pickup, bro. That's a bro. That 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 fills in exactly what the Timberwolves need. All I'm saying is I would want to see Ant and McDaniel's get more time. And yeah. Ant with the ball in his hands more with Rudy down low as the rim protector. Angela Russell is bad this season. Like if they could just get some sort of playmaker who's not a pro like a who doesn't need the ball in his hands, and then yeah. Ant is that guy who's like I think that's how you're gonna get the most out of him. I don't know what you'd get back for Cat or what the situation would be, but uh, I think that would be the best way to maximize. I really, your I really first like that bull trade. I really like that bull trade. <laughs> I don't know, Bulls fans. Well, they would also about throw in draft Cat and Vooch in, the, in offense. Well, I mean, I that mean, would be I'm a cool offense, but on defense, the Bulls, they'd be the, a the Bulls, aren't gonna, the, Bulls, the Bulls aren't gonna win with the roster they have now. So rebuild. I agree. And bring in new pieces. I just don't think. There you go. I just don't think Cat's the guy. Especially if you want to build around Demar. Patrick Williams. No, not build around Patrick Williams. Build around Anthony Edwards, and you have bro. Think about this five man line. Oh, Real quick wait, before we finish. Wait. Think about this five man line. You're talking about the the Bulls getting Ant. No, I'm talking about what the Bulls you, he's getting talking Cat. About the bull, why, no, I'm saying, why would the Bulls Why would the Bulls trade away Pat Williams to get Cat? Because they build around Cranston. No. They redo the whole team because the team doesn't work. You're not Bro, building around Cat at this point. Because Cat's why? not. Cat is not a he's top 26. 10 player. He's 26. He's 26. And the Chicago Bulls have no other hope. I'm getting a player. <laughs> the and the only I, way they're going to get a player at that caliber is if they trade. Let's be honest. Who's going who's gonna to want to come to Chicago? Who's going to want to come to Chicago? Maybe yeah. I'm just maybe I'm just I, low on cat, but here's the thing. I think you are low on cat. I think you're. I I am not on. like he's he's not the. He best. has he has no dog. He, he has no he dog. Got no damn he's dog. A, he ain't yeah, got he's, no he, dog. He's like he's he's, he's, he's a cat. He's a straight like, pussy like Pat, Bev, Pat, Pat Bev is like Pat Bev is like, <laughs> Pat Bev is like, <laughs> Pat Bev is like <laughs> and then Crown Town sounds like. <laughs> Literally puss in boots. Cat is a big ass puss in boots. I know, puss in boots is tough. I would I would rather bro if somebody had a puss in boots mentality they'd be crazy. I don't know. Let's just move Bro, on. All right, let's go. Let's I'm not high on, the on those, on the draft. those shooting on the draft. centers <laughs> who can't defend. But uh, this next segment is called Draft of the Decade because we're using decades in an all-time draft. We're going to 
have the draft order is Saney, me, and then Z. Uh, six-man lineup, starters plus six-man. But you have to have one player from each decade on your team. This is 70s forward. So you have to have a 70s player, 80s player, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and current. I got this from another podcast. Shout out. Um, what's it called? You forgot the, the podcast? Panel. That's where I saw it. That's, that's where I saw it. It was, it was really cool. Listen, I got this but, from another uh, podcast. Shout out the podcast. <laughs> but, for example, like, if Sandy has the first pick, let's just say he picks Michael Jordan. He'd have to pick whether it's 80s or 90s MJ. And once that player is picked, he can't be picked in another era. Also, when he has a 90s player, he can't pick another 90s player. So by the end of the draft, we're each going to have a player from each decade loading up our team. And then by the end, we'll compare, we'll scream at each other for a couple minutes, and you guys let us know in the comments if you're on YouTube who has the best team. Uh, Newsflash, it's going to be me. I have to be confident going into this thing. Who has first pick? Let's run it. Let's run it. Saini is the first pick. We're doing Snake. I have the second pick. Z has the third. You said we're assuming peak at their like in that decade, right? Correct. So like you're gonna say so the, like the, the best decade, version, but of the best version of that decade. player in that decade. Yes. The greatest NBA player of all time is 2018 LeBron James. So give me tens LeBron James as my first pick. Tens LeBron. All right, I'm gonna write all this down. All right, bet. LeBron tens. Uh, I was not expecting to get him at the second pick, but. Let me go 90s Michael. Oh, you suck. Oh, you suck. What do you know? This new, you, you really thought he was falling to the third pick. That is nasty. Uh, well, LeBron, 2018 LeBron is not a bad pick to take yeah. over Michael. Uh, uh, yeah, he's not falling to three. All right, well, give me 2010 Steph. Because he has two picks. Give me 2010 Steph to start. 2010 Steph. And then... It's a weird pick. That is a true Warriors fan. It is. I, I, I got to get my no, point, not, right? And then I think... And then, and then, After I get this... Oh wait, yeah, it's right, super right? yeah, tight. Um, and then let me get yeah, uh, let me get two thousands Tim Duncan. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Big, Big fundamentals. fundamentals. Big fundamentals. Okay, go. All right. Um, I'm taking him now because the seventies are gonna get ugly later. Give me seventies Kareem. You guys are crazy. I've been sitting here waiting for you guys to pick him. You guys are actually insane. Okay. Give me 2,000 Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, okay. Dang. The 2,000 Shaquille O'Neal is, other than free throws, one of the best <laughs> players. Other, the other than free throws. throws. <laughs> wait, I get another, wait, Z. Z, you took 10s. Dunk- oh, you took 2,000s uh, two Duncan, Duncan, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yes. So Sandy, I got 10s another- LeBron and 2,000 Shaq. Um, I do agree with Hoop that the 70s are going to get ugly, but I mean, there's two other good players in the 70s, so I'm going to leave that, and I'm going to go to the 80s. And for my point guard, give me 80s Magic Johnson. My team is looking nice. Magic. All right. um, Yeah, I got to take my 80s player now. Give me Larry. 80s Larry. Solid, Solid pick. Solid pick. I love my team. I, I want Y'all are going to get the scraps so in the 70s. Did, didn't I hear that we can pick up players from different eras that played in other eras, right? That's That, that was in the rules? No, but you only get the best version of that player in that right. era. I feel so like you. If you chose 2000s Michael, you get 2003. All right, give me, give me, give me 80s MJ. Like, give me 80s player. MJ as my two. No, I already no, have MJ. Can't. He already has Michael but Jordan. You, you can't said from different eras. Once the player is picked, you can't take him again. Oh, okay, no, okay, okay. Taken, from from any era. Okay, that makes sense. Got you. All right. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Okay, give me um we're we're going back to the seventies, so this is kinda interesting. Um I will take seventies Pistol Pete Maravich. Uh, I, like I just feel like, I I like, like Steph and Pistol Pete. Yeah, Steph like and Pistol Pete. I don't know. I don't know. Nah, if yeah. if if y'all took if y'all took uh, Kareem, I was gonna go that way because I think he's yeah. Me too. Me too. Me too. He plays zero defense for sure. Zero defense. For it's sure. a team defense game. That's that's how we're looking at it. He good. All right, and then I got another one. Right, that's right. another. One? You got another pick. All right. Oh my god, this one's tough. Yes, this one's tough. Um. Uh. Give me. Oof. Give me nineties. Charles Barkley. Let me get Chuck. Come on, Chuck. Be my people. Be, be my power forward. Hey, man. He could get every rebounds. Right, we need some enforcers. Hey, best player on the dream team? Question mark. He was. He was. Look at the stats. We need some. We need some comedy on this team. I want Charles Barkley to punch Steph in the face. <laughs> you guys gotta. Hey, remember to go by position. Yeah, 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 yeah. Draft a bunch of big guys. Like it has I mean, to you can you could also have a you could also have a sixth. Yeah, and I need um, a small forward now, so we're chilling. Hmm. All right, I already have the old guys, so I could go a little fun. I have nineties, eighties, seventies. Hmm. I can go. Ugh, I have so many options. <laughs> Ooh, I love this. Um. I gotta be careful. I don't know if you guys want to provide commentary while I look for my pick. I can't pass him up. Give me Kobe. Two thousands Kobe. What the heck? That's what I, I I was gonna go for twenty tens Kobe. Yeah. I don't care about no Psych. fit. Give me Kobe and MJ. Psych. You guys forgot, didn't you? You guys forgot. Give me. I get two picks back to back, right? Yes. I'm gonna pick my my shooting guard is gonna be last, so I'm gonna get these two picks. Um, give me 2010 Kevin Durant. 2010's Kevin Durant. Yep. And for my sixth pick, ah, should I go for him at six? I feel like you guys are really forgetting about him, and you guys already both have your 90s players, right? Yes. I'm gonna save it then. I'm gonna save it then. Um, I'm gonna go 70s. Ah. Uh, I I'm 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 stuck between two. Two players. Thing is, I looked at his stats. Give me seventies Elgin Baylor because he was oh still good in the nineteen. He was still good nineteen seventy. He was still good in nineteen seventy. Uh, okay. Um, he was averaging twenty five in nineteen seventy. So, I'll, like, I'm taking that version, right? And he was still an all star, whatever. And then I know my last pick. So, just Saney's so player, his shooting guard, was in the was in the the army at the same time as he's playing in the in the league. Okay, he's still a. Bucket. So we can't he's use twenty twenties, can we? Kareem. Yeah, we he can. Shot, yeah, you got a current his, player. You his most player. his most efficient player was nineteen seventy. Thank God, he shot forty nine percent from the field. I, I got my pick. I got I got my my mine that's gonna fill out my starting lineup. All right, so I have at this at the moment. MJ, Kobe, Larry Bird, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, I got to look for... I don't have a true point. I got to go 10s in current to fill out my roster. Hmm. For my power forward or point guard, what should I do? I'll go... 
current Luka Doncic for Thank my point God. Card. Thank God. So I can finally fill out mine. I was going to do that pick. So as I said, wait, is, is it mine? It's mine, right? This is your pick. You have two. Okay. So I get to do my final of my starting lineup and my sixth man. Ugh. We can't pick two players from the same decade, right? So how's the sixth man going to work? No. Because I already got – this is going to be my – It's it's 70, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. Okay, five, okay. I got you. I got six. you. So, all right. So for my uh, next pick, I would like to have to fill out my starting lineup. Because I have Steph Curry at the one, uh, Pistol Pete at the two, Charles Barkley at the four, Tim Duncan at the five. So I need that three spot. I think I'm going to go with – give me current Giannis onto Takumpo as my small forward, my starting small forward. And before you all be like, oh, my God, he's a power forward, shut your mouths. He's a small forward today on ZZ Honcho's team. Now, after that, let us all take a moment to pause for the honorable ZZ Honcho as he takes the honorable sip. Uh, by the way, Hoop, sorry, I just realized I picked two players from 2010s. You can just change Kevin Durant to current Kevin Durant. Oh, did I? For, I didn't even pick up on that. I put two. I accidentally chose. I just realized I was like, wait, wait which which player. Durant you want? Um, I'll take current. He's still crazy. He still averages 30 points a game. 20s. Averaging 31 a game right now. He's right. a bucket. So right. I need y'all to help me through this, please. I got I got 2010 Steph, 70s Pistol Pete. I'm not no, 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 no. I need to figure out what decade I have. Uh, I haven't picked yet. 2010 Steph, 70s Pistol Pete. Oh, I got, I got you. You have, you have 70s. You need 80s. 80s. You need that's 80s. what I need. And Magic and Bird right. are taken. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, off the bench, that's crazy. Uh, right, give me Isaiah Thomas off the bench. 80s, 80s IT, bad boy Piston. I, I still think your team is nasty because nasty as in. A horrible fit because you don't have a wing, but you know I'll leave. Uh, I got you. two. I got the greatest shooter of all time at the one, and I got Pistol Pete at the two, and I'm gonna let Giannis do whatever he wants. I I said you don't have a wing. I said you don't have a wing. I, I, I don't need a wing. I got Giannis. He can do whatever he wants. Let's just finish. Let's finish. What, let's just let's just finish up this draft. You're playing the other. No, nah, you're trying to doubt. You know what you're trying to do is gaslight me right now. We whooping that. We whooping that. We whooping your team. That's what that's what's happening. That's what's <laughs> happening. All right. All right. So so I have. I have Luca at the point. I have Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Kobe, Kareem. Um, so I really need either a wing or a true four because I could play Larry at the four potentially. Um, and I need a tens player. That'll be some fun. All right, my options. I got Kawhi Leonard. I could do Prime Anthony Davis. I could do Paul George. Could go for an MVP caliber Blake Griffin, Draymond Green potentially. Who fits that role? Um, Russell Westbrook, Derrick Rose. I'm gonna go Ty Lawson, <laughs> Emmanuel <laughs> Mudiay, George Hill. Emmanuel Mudiay was so tough when he played. Yeah, that um, one shot that was all I remembered him for in Denver was that one little half court shot. Give me Kawhi. Give me Kawhi. Load management. What what? Now I thought about I thought about I I thought about what Hoop said with Elgin Baylor being my shooting guard, and I was like, you know what? I was gonna take Hakeem Olajuwon as my sixth man. 
90s Kareem. If y'all took MJ, I was going to yeah. take Hakeem. If you took, I was literally going to take Hakeem with the second pick. I feel like he was easier to build around than LeBron, but. Um, LeBron 2010s can play with any team. He took the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2018. No, I'm saying with other. He can take any. I'm saying he's. Whatever. Go. <laughs> um, he needs the ball uh, in his hand. I'd rather have people that don't need the ball in hand. I'm going to take a very underrated pick. You guys didn't think about this. I guarantee you didn't. But Ray he's Allen. wearing the jersey. He's wearing the jersey. Hoop is wearing it. Give me 90s Reggie Miller. I'm not wearing the... I'm wearing... This is that's Lance actually Stevenson, wild. dog. That's, gen, that's, uh, that's genuinely you're talking crazy. About. It looks like the retro... Oh, it has a Nike logo. It looks <laughs> like the know. retro... Uh, it oh, looks like the retro... Yeah. It does. It does. That's why. Make you have the retro Lance. Make so can you take Lance? Can you take Lance? Please take Lance. I would never wear it. But listen, now my, my team, my team, I have, I move Algin Baylor to the sixth man. I don't mind Algin Baylor mm-hmm. to the sixth man. He's crazy. He's still good. And give me. You have not watched a lick of Algin Baylor <laughs> film. <laughs> that that man's got a jumper like my grandpa. <laughs> it, that, he puts the ball in the bucket. Puts Everyone the puts bucket. a ball in the bucket. This is an all-time great Everybody draft. Everybody puts the ball in the bucket. I don't care. He puts the ball in the bucket. All right. So let's, let's go over. Hold on. Let's go over these teams. Uh, starting off with the first pick in the draft. Saney. He has 80s Magic at point, 90s Reggie Miller at the two. Uh, I'm assuming you want Durant at the three or LeBron at the three? He has Le- 10s um, LeBron and 20s Durant at the three and four. And then Prime Shaq. Um, 2000 Shaq is the most unstoppable man of all time. Hack a Shaq. That's, that's definitely. You know, you could say that. Uh, my team, I have current Luka. At the point guard. Shooting guard, I have MJ. Small forward, uh, I'd probably go... I don't know. Larry and Kawhi at the 3 and 4. You could swip, swip, switch and swap. Uh, and at the center, I have Prime Kareem. With my sixth man being Kobe Bean Bryant. So you could even put Larry in the bench. Put Kobe in there. MJ, Kobe, Larry, Kawhi, Kareem, Luka. Bunch of dogs! A bunch, bunch of lottery dogs. picks. A bunch Kobe of lottery Kobe picks. I'm sitting here swimming in the bottom of it. But you understand yeah. something? I'm going to tell you something right now. ZZ Huncho will never be counted out, never be underestimated. Okay? Because with my team, we got... Let me, let me, let me, let me name off Z's. You better name, 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 name it off the right way. Steph, Pistol Pete. Steph and Pistol Pete. At his small forward, he has Giannis Antetokounmpo. At his power forward, he has six foot four Charles Barkley. And at center, he has Tim Duncan and six man Isaiah Thomas. He has that three people so... that are like under six foot three. Me and Hoop, then... me and Hoop compete with our teams. I'm, you, I'm, you are getting I'm not. I'm not sweating. Let me tell you something. Y'all, y'all don't understand. Let me... Reggie, Reggie Miller. Bench, Reggie Miller is not checking MJ <laughs> or Kobe. I could put him in for either. I literally did. Reggie Miller has before. I Reggie Miller has <laughs> Reggie, before. You, you tried to Michael compare Jordan Reggie in Miller. the documentary. Oh Michael my Jordan gosh. in the documentary said that Reggie Miller gave him a problem. He said Reggie Miller. You know who gave LeBron James a problem? Kawhi Leonard. Who? Kawhi Leonard. You know who gave Kawhi Leonard a problem? Kawhi Leonard. Zaza Pachulia. Zaza Pachulia. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Popovich. LeBron did not get a problem. The bench. The <laughs> I, I hate the stigma around Kawhi Leonard locking out LeBron James. He didn't. Hold up. Wait. Pull up the stats. You really want me to look up, about Kawhi you really me to look up MJ stats against the Pacers? Uh, LeBron, you want me to do LeBron, that? LeBron, 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 average, LeBron, average, average, LeBron averaged 28.2, 7.8 rebounds, and 4 assists. That's you know not what happens? up anything. You know Kawhi what happens when he gets in the paint? He's got to face Prime Kareem. He's got to face Prime Kareem. He's going to have MJ, Larry, Kobe on the perimeter. Get down there, Prime Kareem. You want to know what? I dare you to come in the paint with Shaquille O'Neal. You want to know somebody who wasn't afraid to, fe- to fight Shaquille O'Neal from, from the 2000s? Charles Barkley would have gave him a two-piece and a biscuit. Stop playing with him. Tim Duncan in the paint. Chilling. 
Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way. Uh, uh, LeBron James shot 51 point, uh, 57.1% from the field and 51.9% from the three Reach. when Kawhi was guarding him in the finals. Don't tell but me that Kawhi would have locked down Kawhi LeBron is James. This again? He didn't. Which I Kawhi hate that stigma. Unmute um, yourself. Uh, okay. This is tense Kawhi. See ya. I'm not talking about the 13 points per game. Raptors Kawhi, Kawhi, Raptors I'm talking about the, Raptors Kawhi I'm talking about the finals MVP. As he was in the the finals MVP. Raptors Kawhi isn't as good of a defender Lockdown. as he was on the Spurs. Lockdown. Raptors Kawhi is more offensive than defense. Raptors Kawhi is not as good defensive. Well, he doesn't need the ball. He doesn't need the ball. Because MJ's going to have the ball. Luka's going to have the ball. Kawhi's going to lock down. Okay. Shoot some Kevin threes. Durant doesn't need the ball. LeBron James... LeBron James needs the ball. LeBron, 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 LeBron and Magic, Magic on the same team is nasty. Magic is not a spot-up shooter. All my, all the guys on my me, team can shoot threes. All the guys on my team can shoot threes. LeBron James 2010s is shooting 51.9%. Let me be real. I'm a, I'm a, let me be real for a second with everybody, okay? So out of everybody's team here, I'm pretty sure that if you looked at the team on paper, mine would probably be the worst team. However, I will say this. Uh, my team was specifically assembled to have a little bit of fun. I'm, I'm predicting, you know, Giannis driving in, you know, uh, attracting defenses, kicking it out to Pistol P, kicking it out to Light Skin Jesus. But I'm also predicting if kicking out to Charles Barkley, if anybody has something bad to say about Charles Barkley, he will he will literally um, curb stomp them. Like that's what that's what we got Charles Barkley for. Charles Barkley is there. I wish he would. Charles Barkley is there I wish specifically he because we know we're going into these games fighting the devil. We know we're probably gonna lose. But if, if anything, if anybody get out of line, Charles Barkley is. Either He's gonna eat them. Krispy Kreme two piece him or 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 eat them. One of the two. We need we need some sort of, of respect. And that's why we got the enforcer like Chuck. That's why we got Chuck. Everybody wanna be like Chuck. That's why we got Chuck. Stop playing with Chuck. But uh, these other two, these other two, uh I don't know who could win between y'all's teams. I personally think I have the best team. I personally think I win. I just think, uh, from a talent perspective, I think I clear. I think the only way that... Reggie and Reggie, Reggie and Elgin Baylor compared to my two worst players, that's what? uh, Kawhi and and Luka? I have MJ, Larry, Kareem, Kobe. That is disgusting. Shaquille O'Neal. Elgin Baylor. Kevin Durant. Elgin Baylor is going to be called out to duty by halftime. Oh, sorry, guys. Got to put on my uniform. I'm going to go fight for America. I'm going to go fight for the ship, and then I'm going to go Facts. fight for my country. That's a real man. Shut up. <laughs> All I'm saying is is that you put this team in 2K, we're going to see what no, happens, man. That was a lot of I fun. I can't do that for mine because Charles Barkley didn't give his rights. I would I would love. I would love. We'll do that. To we'll play. do that. I'm going to swap out Charles Barkley. I think that's uh, all we have for today, I hope though, so. Right? It's 8.30. I got a paper to do. Do we have anything else lined up for today? I mean, this was a fun episode. We talked about the Warriors. We had a little, little fun draft. Um, this was fun. This 25, episode was fun. I got Jeez, we are oh, flying crap. through we the episodes, see. man. I believe it's 25, right? Yeah, because yeah. last one was 24. 25 So for D-Rose. Yeah. Um, this was a fun episode, guys. This was a great episode. Um, my team clears, but I mean, Spotify li- listeners, you're not going to be able to comment. I can't if you're on believe YouTube and you made it this far, make you, sure to comment. You would have never talked this highly of Elgin Baylor if he was not drafted to your basketball team. You Elgin would never Baylor. have talked that highly Elgin of Baylor. Elgin Baylor. Baylor. He's facing off Legend. with Kobe Bean Bryant no, on the next bench. Episode, next Kobe episode, Bryant I want to do a draft. Of, Kobe Bryant has the and most, LeBron has the most turnovers, but hey. Stuff happens. Nonetheless, I will say this: for the next episode, for next draft that we do, can we please do like some sort of like, like, like menace draft? Like, I want to draft like the most menacing players from each decade, and I, and I want to. Yes. Say, Let's no. We should do no nah, five. 
I want yeah. I want Draymond Green and Dennis <laughs> Rodman on the same team with Chuck with Isaiah at the helm. Like I need all of that. I need Chuck Daly as my coach. <laughs> no, you know you know what we could do. We could do a draft, but with. Uh, the goal of the game being who can foul out first. <laughs> I'm thinking Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace first pick. Rasheed Wallace first pick. Because yeah, technical yeah, fouls right. counts. For Ejections sure. count. Ejections count. All right, that'll be, that'll, me, be hel- that'll be hilarious. Anyway, um, we're, we're going to wrap this up, though. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you guys on Incoming. episode 26. Peace.